0: Hi, I'm Alec.
1: I'm Allison.
0: The whole point of what we're doing is just kind of talking about our declining mental health and hopefully our inclining mental health at some point. Allison and I have been through some shit together. You want to tell them what happened, preferably without using names?
1: Yes, sir. So here's the like, we'll do like the the shortest version I can not start out with. Um, the premise of this situation was that I was married. Um, Alec was engaged. And about a month and a half ago our partners left us for each other and we were all like very good friends have been spending all of our time together for the last two years at least a lot of a lot of quarantine friendships that were strengthened with the covid and yeah so this was unexpected um it was out of the blue that we both got dumped And then, after being dumped, found out that they had been cheating on us with each other. You know, how most breakups happen. Right. And yeah,
0: it's weird that we were, like, in the same friend group. Because, like, you and I were, of course, friends, but, like, not nearly as close as we are now after all of that. And really what happened was that, like, the day that I was broken up with... I, of course, was trying to figure out what was happening because it didn't seem real. And everyone from our friend group had texted me something along the lines of like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear this. You know, that's that, you know, if you need anything, let me know. Uh, The only one who didn't say anything to me was your ex-husband, which I thought was weird, but now makes sense. And then Allison was the the only one who sent me like, hey, you want to get Sonic? And... Yeah, no, it was just like a nice little moment. And then she brought Sonic, came over and basically told me, she was like, well, we had very similar conversations today. So that whole week was messy. I was trying to like figure out what to do to get out of San Diego, um, which is where we were all living at the time.
1: Yeah. So when Alex says we had similar conversations, my point of view of what happened that day, it was a Sunday, my therapist and I have been calling it D-Day, you know, just fun therapy things. I was playing a video game. My ex, as we will only be referring to him from now on out, is just ex. Same thing with Alex's ex, is just ex. There's a he ex and a she ex. <laughs> anyway, my ex told me while I was playing a video game, just kind of casually, mm, Alec and X broke up. And I was like, the fuck? And was very taken aback. Again, these are like our closest friends in the world. Like our friend group that we had out here was family at this point. And in terms of like us being a married couple, Alec and X who had been engaged for what you're engaged for about a year and a half at that point.
0: It was, uh, it was a little, little over a year, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Long-term relationships had been together the whole time that I've known either of you and same for me and X. Um, so I was a little shocked to hear that because there were really no indications that I perceived that things were not fine with that relationship. And within five minutes of telling me that Alec and ex broke up, my ex was out the door with me in tears to go comfort Alex's ex, who was sad because she had to break up with Alec, boo-hoo. He was gone for five hours. He came back and I said, dude, what the fuck is going on? If they're not okay, we're definitely not okay. These two had been spending a lot of time together, like increasing in the past few months before this happened. And it took me another day of conversations before my ex finally told me he wanted a divorce because he was a big pussy about everything. But I was very grateful to like go over with Sonic. I ate my Sonic. Alec didn't eat his ice cream, but that's okay. Because it well, was I, a lot. I, I had a few bites. You had a few bites. It was more of like the presence of the ice cream than like yes. the fulfillment, the sustenance of the ice cream. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. That that whole week, though, like you know, Allison mentioned, like you know, that happening over a couple of days. Like the rest of that week, because this happened on a Sunday, and then she had her conversation. What was it, Monday? Um. Yeah. The rest of that week was messy because it wasn't just me and my ex and her and her ex. It was also a couple of our other friends that, uh, these two people that were roommates that were really, really close with us and yeah, like they kind of got in a weird position because one of them who has been very, very close with my ex for a long time was apparently aware of the cheating and he knew that was happening and didn't tell. His, his roommate, our friend Emily, because she's we can use her name because she's she's chill. She gets a name. Yeah, so basically our friend group got split down the middle uh, between the two people who cheated and the one person who defended them uh, versus, you know, me and Allison who got cheated on. And then Emily, who was completely unaware of what was going on, she knew that there was something happening. But, like, my ex was staying at their apartment because, you know, our, our friend was protecting her basically. And I think that if Emily had known what was happening, she would not have been okay with my ex staying there while everything got sorted out. Um, but yeah, no, I just took a few days of prying and trying to get information and trying to be like, okay, like let's, I got to figure out what's going on, what's happening. Cause I feel like there's something going on between her and Allison's ex and was just not getting any answers. Um, and got to the point where I went to talk to uh, Emily's roommate, the guy that knew this shit. And he was the one who actually told me when I talked to him that there had been physical cheating and I had not known that. That became a whole other, you know, can of worms to deal with.
1: Why, Why, what was their reasoning for dumping us, Alec?
0: I was told that... Uh, we were incompatible, which it's been about a month and a half. I have been thinking a lot about it and it's like, you know what? I do kind of see that. I think, though, that, you know, regardless of who you're with, like, it's not going to be smooth sailing for anything. I think whatever you do, you're going to have to put in work regardless of who it is. But the thing is, I have to agree that we're incompatible then because if she decided that the relationship wasn't worth pursuing, you know, I can't really argue with that. You know, that's her choice and that's whatever. It's just, I'm not as upset with the reasoning as the way she handled it, which I assume is kind of the same situation for you.
1: Yeah, I'm still pretty upset about the reasoning on my end. I mean, yeah, well, I I feel like with yours, it was a lot more, It was a little different.
0: Yeah, I feel like with mine, my relationship, it had maybe been like brewing for a while. Whereas with yours, I kind of feel like my ex expressed interest in your ex. And then your ex was like, well, shit, something new. All right, let's go. And I think he kind of jumped the gun.
1: (laughs) Thinking with his dick.
0: Yes, that. But... That's just uh, some background on why Allison and I are so close now and why we're, you know, struggling with um, emotional damage, as the TikToks say. (laughs) But the point is from here on out, like to get better. And recently I decided I was going to try some dating apps because I've been in Kansas City for a while now, uh, which is where I'm originally from. And I kind of want to, you know, find something new and feel better. And initially it started with me like using Tinder because I was like, oh, that'll be fun. That's, you know, I've never used a dating app before. I've been with this person for just under a decade. I've never had a chance to try this before, but it'll be fun. And I, it, I don't like Tinder. It just wasn't good. Like it's very superficial. And I get that that's kind of the point. I decided to try Hinge because seems more legit. It has the best reviews. Uh, Our friend Connor, uh, Emily's boyfriend, was like, oh, you should call it Unhinged, the podcast. So shout out to him for coming up with the name. Uh, So I've been using that for a while now, and it's kind of nice. It's cool. Hinge, you should sponsor us. We're going to say good things about you. Yes, Hinge. And so far, so good, I guess. I've had a few conversations just through the app that usually go for a few messages and then I get ghosted. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to date again, how to flirt, but I might potentially be having a date soon. I'm not positive. Cause it's still kind of up in the air. This girl and I were talking about like the new Batman movie and she was like, Oh, I really want to see it. And she's been very slow at responding. So like, I'd usually get like a message from her a day. And uh, she was like, Oh, I want to see the new Batman movie. And I was like, Oh, cool, well, yeah, me too. Like, I've heard great things. Like, you know, we should we should do that. Just straight up asked her out. And the next day she's like, Oh my God, I'm sorry, I saw it yesterday. And I was like, That's cool, like, whatever, like we can find something else. She's like, Oh, I'd totally go see it again. And I was like, Okay, cool. Like, do you want to go this weekend? I'm I'd be free like Tuesday or Thursday night. And she was like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm working. And I was like, Okay. I can I can make Wednesday work. And I told her literally today, I was like, I can make tomorrow, Wednesday, I can make it work. And she's like, I'm actually in urgent care. So I'm like, not sure what the deal is if I'm just like, if she's like trying to like get a hint across to me, like she's lost interest. I don't know, but that's whatever. The point is, on to better things.
1: Alec, how old were you the last time that you dated?
0: 18.
1: I just turned 26. (laughs) It's the same for both of us. That's crazy. Yeah. It's weird to be like, obviously mentally I'm in such a different place than I was at the age of 18. And yet I feel like a teenager again. And like, especially like I haven't made profiles on dating apps, but I'm like gathering the resources. We're, we're getting there slowly. Um, I've, Never used dating apps prior to this, which I'm pretty sure you haven't either. Yeah. Nope, I have not. Yeah. And also dating in the time of post-COVID. That's a fun extra little layer.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I was going to say I'm excited, though, because Allison has been basically recreating her look. She's doing some fun stuff with her wardrobe. She's got new glasses and... Um, I'm excited that she's going to come out and visit some family in, in Kansas City in the summer because I was like, dude, I'm going to do a photo shoot for you and really up your game for your, your online presence.
1: <laughs> I desperately need new pictures and partly because I'm kind of leaning into some different parts of my identity that I haven't before with this breakup and with kind of reinventing my life from here on out but also because i don't really have any pictures especially from the last like three years or so that don't have both me and my ex in them like everything is like us together because you know he was part of my family we were married for i mean we're technically still married been married for three years although we just had our big wedding this past summer after it got pushed back twice because of COVID. Um, So I don't know, like this has been like a very, it was a very significant relationship that like was in every corner of my life. And so I feel like in some ways I kind of like have to like blow all of that up in the way that like you moved back to Kansas City which gives you like a fresh start in a lot of areas. And I'm still here in San Diego. Um, Thankfully, Emily, our good friend, is moving in with me this month. So I've been furiously cleaning and restructuring my apartment after kicking X out. And she'll be here soon, which is great. But yeah, like everything, everything's changing around me, but I also kind of have to like create that change because I don't get like the change of city and state that like gives me that distance.
0: Yeah. And that, that's something I've thought a little bit about for myself. Like I almost feel weird that like, I feel like I've been able to move on so quickly, but I think that part of that is that obviously I've been giving all of it a lot of thought. And I think there are a lot of things that a lot of things that I had noticed in our relationship that were not great stuff that I was like always trying to like justify or or stuff that I think that I straight up didn't realize um but coming back to Kansas City it is a complete clean break fresh start um I don't know it it gives me a an advantage there to really start moving forward and get myself back on track. And it kind of worked out for me coming back when I did. Uh there's this company I used to work for while I was in Kansas City and I've been freelancing for them for a long time. And when I came back, they were kind of in this weird transitional point where the guy that I had worked for there had just left. And I basically just took over his position where I'm like running the Kansas City office for this company. So that's pretty cool. Definitely better pay than I was making uh, in San Diego with a lower cost of living. So I'm hopeful that, you know, that's going to help me get my life back on track, but yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so far you tried Tinder and we're like, nah, cause it's mostly a hookup thing. And then right. you are on hinge and I've been messaging people and you've been on hinge for what, like two weeks now?
0: Uh, maybe a week and a half, yeah. Not a long time.
1: Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we also got dumped like six or seven weeks ago. So all of this has happened in a relatively short time frame.
0: <laughs> Although yeah. that feels
1: like it was a year ago. It feels like point. years ago,
0: man. It's weird. But yeah, let me like do a little plug for Hinge real quick, because I what I really <laughs> like about their setup is that it's not just like pictures of yourself. You also you also get little like Blurb's where it's like a prompt. It'll say like uh, like something I recently discovered or uh, together we could, and then you like fill in the blank essentially. So if I pull up mine, obviously it's a podcast. You can't see the photos, but my first photo is this dope one of me in Mexico. You get a little voice memo thing where you can be like you know one of those prompts, but then you get to record your voice. So that's nice. Uh, I chose the one where it was like a, like facts about me that surprised people. And of course I had to throw in there that I had baby cancer, not that I had cancer as a baby. I did, but specifically scientifically baby cancer. So that's a fun one.
1: The scientific name. Yeah.
0: And yeah, it just gives you a little chance to kind of answer some of those prompts, which are, which are fun. Um, you can put little videos on there. It's cute. It's fun. Show off your personality. It's a good time. I have noticed that the one that gets me the most attention is a picture of me and Miso, my cat, just sitting on the floor, being cute. I guess, yeah, when when Allison, when you start, you should make sure you get some pictures of Gigi and Katara on there.
1: That Insta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant when we start the Insta that we'll put pics of you on, for sure.
0: Well, well, yeah, we'll just, like, show our profiles on there. <laughs>
1: Yes. Alec has one cat. I have two cats. Uh, our friend Emily, who's moving in with me, has one cat. So soon there will be three cats here, but we are all very much cat people. Yeah. And that was kind of like the foundation of our friend group, too, was that we all got cats. We
0: literally had a like group Snapchat called Cat Picks Only because we only... We're supposed to only send cat pictures on it. Of course, that devolved, but for a while it was specifically cats.
1: It was specifically cats until we became really close, and then it was just a bunch of random shit. But it started out because, like, we were all friends, like by association, and had different levels of connection with each other. Um, but like, I hadn't really spent any time with you before you and your ex moved to Sacramento for a year. Mm-hmm. And that was like a month or two before COVID. And so it was,
0: it was like two weeks before the official lockdown in March.
1: Uh, yeah. So we all got a cat within that like three month period of like the beginning of 2020. And by like, like we got our cat last and our cat, we got the day before lockdown started in San Diego because we knew it was coming. So we were like, got to get to the shelter. got to get this kitty. So like within those like three months, we all got a cat. And that was kind of like the starting point for our friendship. And then we just started like Zooming every day and like watching shows, Avatar and stuff. And then I we ended up, my ex and I ended up getting another cat later that year. Because she needed a home and she was really fucking cute. She's still pretty cute. She's still very cute.
0: Yeah, I want to I want backtrack a little on the whole breakup story, actually. Because my cat that that my ex and I got together, that was the biggest problem that we ran into. Like, I think that I was very level-headed about absolutely everything that happened, despite the fact that... I mean, truthfully, I got very screwed over, but the one thing that I was like, I can still keep from the last two years of my life is this cat, like I'm losing absolutely everything else. And she wasn't having it. And that was a big problem for us for a few days. We were like, there were there were points when we were literally yelling at each other over this, and it was just not a good situation. But ultimately, she kind of came to her senses and like, okay, well, yeah, like that's not fair to take that away from, from Alec. So we kind of worked that out, but obviously things didn't end well. <laughs> it just, it, it was, I don't know. I just feel like that pops in my mind here talking about how like cats are like the foundation of like the group relationship and that you know, that was of course the the most impactful thing when everything started to fall
1: apart yeah I it's interesting today I I took a nap on the couch for like 30 minutes, a cat nap, if you will. Uh, Gigi was sleeping on me, so that's accurate. And in my nap dream, my ex came over and was playing with the cats in the apartment. And when I woke up, and, like, at first I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And I was like, okay, he's not here, it's fine. But then it made me think about how he really didn't give them much of a second thought. He was very concerned about me trying to take any of his anime figures, which has been like a very recent hobby that only he and other ex were into. And it seems like that's kind of, like, become the entire basis of their relationship. But, you know, that's for them to figure out. But he was more concerned about his anime shit than our cats. And I'm I'm glad he didn't do what your ex did, Alec, in terms of, like, fighting and threatening legal action and, like, a lot of manipulative shit to try to get the cat after, in the initial breakup conversation... Her telling you that you could have the cat and then, of course, like going back on that because why would she not get everything she wants?
0: I I think she just fully expected that I was going to be the bigger person and be like, oh, no, like I know how much he means to you, which is like, of course, part of me is tempted because you and I are both like very, very empathetic and very uh, people (laughs) pleasery, you know?
1: Yeah, that the difference in our personalities versus their personalities has really been evident in how everything was handled post breakup. But after everything happened, I actually left the same day. Alec left not even a week after everything happened to go back to Kansas City, where my whole family is. It's where I'm from, too. And got to spend about a week and a half there just to kind of regroup and figure out what the fuck was happening. It
0: was, it was a messy time, dude. Like it's, it's weird to like think back on it now because it's like the whole thing felt like such a blur. And I, I don't know, man, I did not sleep a lot of those nights. There was, there was a couple nights in particular where I was at my old apartment and my ex was staying with our other friends. And I like could not sleep because I was in bed with my cat, just like losing my mind thinking like i wasn't going to have him it was it was rough but that is beside the point now all all i want to focus on going forward is getting better uh allison mentioned that she's going to therapy i'm trying to get into therapy i'm trying to set some stuff up um because i think that's going to be very helpful i think that you know the takeaway from all of this should be Therapy is good it it's It's helpful. Do it.
1: It's great
0: yeah emily even our friend Emily even has a sweater that says therapy is cool, or going to therapy is cool, something like that, and I like it.
1: It sure is cool
0: yeah that's that's an interesting point that I don't think we mentioned is that everyone in our friend group is a therapist, except for me and Allison's ex. mm-hmm, which kind of makes the whole <laughs> thing even weirder
1: is very weird
0: it's like you should you should know better
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't know i uh got a message on hinge just like while we were talking just now mm. yeah
1: open it up um, is it from batgirl or someone else no oh, no you and yeah, batgirl text now you're on the next level i remember yeah
0: things are okay with batgirl it seems weird because i do feel like she's like trying to Keep some distance there, which is fine. Like, obviously, we don't know each other. No, this one, and I don't want to use names, but this girl, I'm going to call her piercings because she has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 piercings that I can see on her face alone.
1: I kept thinking you were going to stop, but you just kept going.
0: Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> yeah. Um,.
1: Mostly like ears, like. Mostly eyebrows of all things. Eyebrows. Is that like trendy right now? I don't
0: know. I'm not super into piercings. Like if you have like one or two, like cool, I dig it. But like when that's your personality, I'm just, I have a harder time with that.
1: (laughs) I have four Alec, so don't hate. Yeah, but it's not
0: your personality.
1: (laughs) You don't know me. I might go get 10 more tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't stop you.
1: I feel like the eyebrow would hurt to get I pierced would think so man. like it hurt enough to get my nose pierced. I was kind of like, okay, this is something that I've done now and there's not really any other part of my body besides like maybe more cartilage piercings on my ears that I feel like, yeah, I'd love to like stick a needle in that. Like just makes me not that that's a bad thing at all. I just like, you know, I got the nose one cause I really wanted it. And then I was like, all right, that's enough for now. That's enough. No more, no more needles in my face.
0: Yeah. Well, let me say real quick, like there's, I've, I've learned how shallow I am by being on here. <laughs> like I, I kind of say that jokingly, but I also don't like, there's, there's little things on here, like, eh, I don't know, this maybe isn't as shallow as it is just like, she and I wouldn't be compatible, but this, this chick has kids, and it's like, okay, I don't really want to be a stepdad, you know?
1: I mean, we're still in our mid-20s. I don't think it's... Right. I don't think that having that as a filter of like, you know, I'm not super interested in dating somebody with kids, I don't think that that is a bad i don't think that necessarily makes you shallow if you were like uh she has red hair then that would maybe be oh. shallow i don't know
0: i mean yeah like that's that's kind of what i was thinking Is like it's not like i don't know shallow that's might like not a, be the right word it's I'm, like a very I'm, big I'm picky
1: yeah yeah
0: oh her her profile uh one of the prompts is this is my year four and her answer is this is my year for finding the man who simps for me Ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the little X on this one. Oh well. What does the X mean? Oh yeah, so it's not swipe left or swipe right on Hinge. It's it's just like an X. If you see a profile you don't want, you just hit the little X. It goes away. You don't see it again. Instead of just liking the profile or swiping right, uh, it lets you see the different pictures or the prompts that people have posted, and then you can choose an individual one there. Uh, to send a like and you can leave a comment on it too, uh, which because I'm a neurotic freak, I looked up the the kind of the data on that and they say it's like 30% more likely to get you a response if you comment. Of course you looked up the data. Oh, I looked at all the data. I was like, how do I use Hinge? And I like read multiple articles. Not, not in a way of like, I want to win, more of a way of like, I want to know what I'm doing and I want to be good at it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You don't want to seem like a noob, even though we are noobs. Oh, I
0: have. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I I straight up have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how to flirt. I don't know how to mm-hmm. uh, do any of this. So yeah, I'm learning.
1: So piercings, piercings came up as like a potential match and you're like, meh, that was your message that you got though.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing I've noticed is that like. Most of the likes I get, people don't leave comments. There's a few where I'll get them, but for the most part it's just like a like and then they kind of leave it to you to start the start the conversation, which I always kind of feel weird about because it's like I feel like on your profile, you have those prompts that, that should be the conversation starter. You should leave a comment when you like something and kind of be like, you know, oh, like here's the thing you said, here's what I have to say about that and then kind of like build that conversation. So it's like if you have and it's happened a few times where it's like a picture. Someone will like a picture and not say anything. And it's like, I don't know how to start that conversation.
1: Didn't you texted me something once that was like, you like what you see? Yeah, no. <laughs> I've
0: I've I've sent uh I've sent Allison some drafts on some stuff of how to respond because, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing. There was this one girl. Her prompt was, What if I told you that? And she said, one, I'm working on being an author, and two I didn't know narwhals were, were real until recently. And so I commented on that. I was like, are you writing about narwhals? And she liked that to like match and then didn't say anything. So it's like, do I repeat myself? Like, what do I do?
1: I, I don't know. Do you think this is some, like, I feel like it's just some hetero shit. Like I, it might be, I don't know,
0: man. I, I do think that I mean, obviously, like things have changed, even in the last like ten years since like you and I have been dating before. But I get the impression that like there's still a lot of that mentality that's like, like oh, like, the guy should be, the, yeah, the guy should be the first one to like make the move and that kind of stuff. And it's like, sure, like I don't have a problem with that, but it's like I, I left a message. I don't know where to go from that with this one. It's like if if I leave a comment on her thing and then she matches with me and then just leaves it it's like what what are you doing like i don't i i'm not i don't know it feels weird
1: yeah and just like the premise of hinge as like the one to be deleted um shout out mm. to hinge again this is where our our friends emily and connor met each other so good hinge job, you got to fucking
0: sponsor us we're doing everything for you
1: hinge you should sponsor us
0: hinge you're better than than tinder
1: we'll do we'll do some beautiful ads for you and shit. And then maybe you can give us a free premium subscription. They have that, right? They have shit like that. Yes. Let me tell
0: you, that is the one thing I don't like about hinge. Oh, they are sorry, freaking expensive. <laughs> cut, no, it's not like, that. <laughs> honestly, I, I don't. Mm, they're not going to sponsor us. I don't like the, the structure for this because if you want to go for like the premium version, really the biggest difference there is that you get unlimited likes per day. On the free version, you get eight, which is honestly more than I can send in a day anyway. Like I said, I'm like very picky about stuff. I see one little thing on a profile that I'm like, I don't like that. I hit the X. Like if you want those unlimited likes, it is $30 for one month. Jeez. Yeah. Now that being said, you can like get... Buy it in bulk, essentially. Like if you get three months, it's going to be $60, so $20 a month. And then if you go for six months, it's uh, going to average out to $15 a month. So it does save you some money there, but obviously you're still spending more in the long run. And I just, I straight up, I can't do that many likes. I can't hit eight likes in a day. It just, it's hard.
1: Mm. I'll be interested to see if I have trouble with that or not. So, Alec, your profile is set to interested in women.
0: Yes, right I now. am uh, I am the epitome of cis straight white man.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I delve into, like, my plan for setting things up? Or did you have another thing to say about Hinge and Premium?
0: No, no, all you. Okay.
1: So, we'll have, like, a fun comparison thing going on because I... Also, will be looking at women on dating apps. Um, I'm bisexual, which is like a more recent in terms of like using that label, but I discovered my queerness while I was already in my relationship. So I've like, you know, come to terms with that and been fine with that and kind of the one. Silver lining and why silver, I mean, like sparkling, like this is like the one really positive thing that can come out of this entire shitty experience is that now I have a chance to date in the queer community and like be queer while dating. And I've never done that, which also is why it makes it feel like high school, because not only do I not know what I'm doing, but I've never like flirted or gone on dates with women. And we'll just say from this experience that I'm not super interested in in dating guys right now. I feel like maybe Guys are the
0: worst, dude.
1: I feel like maybe that's that that part is over. We'll see. I I do feel like my attraction over the past couple of years has been like leaning like more and more as each year goes by towards women. So I'd say like now when I have crushes like 90% of the time it's women and like maybe 10% of the time it's men. And like, you know, we can throw in throw in non-binary. The gender binary is stupid, whatever. Um, but I like girls.
0: Same. Whatever settings you have, they, I don't know. It's interesting because I've seen, I've come across like, you know, profiles where it, it, it on Hinge will tell you you know, the person you're looking at, their orientation. So I've come across girls that are bisexual, girls that are, they just have it labeled as queer or um, pansexual, stuff like that. So it's interesting to see that because it's like, oh, like, I don't know. it. I haven't dated since that's been like a thing, you know? I mean, it has, but like, obviously it was like high school 10 years ago. It wasn't as prominent as it is now. I also went to a very, very white school with, you know, some more upper middle class uh, people. So I think that it just wasn't something that was as common. I feel like I'm going to cut that because it feels weird to say.
1: No, it's not weird to say. I would just maybe say like, because, you know, we both grew up in the Midwest and I... I don't think in terms of like even just friendships. The Midwest, that's
0: the way to say it.
1: Yeah. And I just like even like with my friendships, I feel like nobody talked really about sexual orientation or any of that, really, which like it's funny because now like so many people that I, I've known from high school or like the beginning of college where all of that was still kind of new, like so many people have come into like new identities and it's like yeah this makes so much sense like this is like who you are but like i feel like just in the way that we were raised we just didn't have any language for that and we also didn't have Mm -hmm. any like roadmap for like how to have those conversations it just like wasn't really something that you talked about with anybody yeah
0: yeah i think that i'm still gonna try to like cut out some of what i said because i'm not happy with the way (laughs) with the white people
1: yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's true.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm very excited for you to get your profile going so we can like compare that. Also just to see the difference in the way that those conversations are are had because I feel like there's got to be some differences there between like, you know, the conversations you'd be having with women versus the conversations I'd be having with women.
1: Yeah, because mine are gay conversations. I will just say like, The the reason I I haven't jumped on any apps yet, even though like a big part of me really wants to is because mostly because this month I have so much going on with the apartment and getting shit ready for Emily that I know if I get on dating apps, it's going to be like when I first got TikTok and I'm not going to be able to stop. And I won't get anything done. So I kind of have to power through March and then I'll be okay. We've my therapist and I have also dubbed this month as makeover March. So like Alex said, I've been doing all this retail therapy. I've been getting a lot of gay shit. We got the gay clothes. We got a lot of hats. I'm getting new glasses like we're just we're really leaning in because, you know, I've never really gotten a chance to like. I guess, display this identity or like Mm -hmm. really like, I don't know, like it's always been very like inside of me, like not, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily like closeted or anything, but.
0: But you've been with your ex for, you had been with your ex for so long that it was just not something that you really had the opportunity to explore. It's not that you were repressing it, it was just that. You were in a committed relationship, regardless of if you were interested in men or women. You weren't going to pursue that because you were in a committed relationship.
1: Yeah. And that was tough at times because, you know, when I did start realizing my queerness, I was like panicking and I was in therapy. I'm a therapy veteran, y'all. I have been <laughs> through the ringer. I am helping little baby Alec. You're like- yep baby Alec in terms of therapy and I'm like a baby gay. So we've got like our own like baby shit going on, but I don't know if baby's the word I want to use, but that's, that's where we're at. Um, sure. What was I saying right before that?
0: Uh, makeover March. Where were we? You've been in therapy. You've been in therapy. You were talking about, uh, oh. I, I mentioned that you hadn't been, you just hadn't had the opportunity to uh, explore that.
1: Yeah. I definitely had a lot of, identity crises and a lot of moments where I had some like big, hard crushes on girls and was like, I'm never going to be able to do anything because I'm already in a relationship. But at the end of the day, from like talking and being really open and honest with my partner about it, and also being really like open and vulnerable in therapy, I realized that my relationship and That love, the love that I had for my ex outweighed any of the like kind of like curiosity and be like, oh, am I missing out? And so once I did finally put a label on my queerness and like, you know, tell that to friends and like really feel like I wasn't such an imposter, that helped a lot. But in a lot of ways, I did feel a lot of imposter syndrome being queer while in a straight quote unquote relationship because it's like, well, what's the point of me saying or talking at all about being bisexual when I'm in a hetero relationship? Like, what's the point? You know, I've, you know, we're married at this point, so it's supposed to be till the end. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. I think that it does. Yeah, it does. (laughs) I've learned that since. And just like just in like how freeing, you know, once like the initial shock and pain started to fade a little bit, I was just like wanting to dive headfirst into this. And I feel like I haven't felt this authentically like me and felt this high of self-esteem in ever. Probably ever. And I'm not saying it's perfect. Like, oh boy, oh, I'm still very scared of dating and doing anything. And I'm very self-conscious, but like this is from endings. We have new beginnings and I know we both, we both said this to each other, but we can really only do better from here on out. And that doesn't mm. necessarily mean we're going to have like amazing dates and like find a new partner on our first try like I fully expect it to be messy but I'm kind of ready to embrace the mess and I'm kind of ready to like be a little gay slut for a little bit which (laughs) Alec is not gonna be so I'll be the gay slut and Alec can be the straight romantic
0: (laughs) we're looking for different things through this but ultimately I, I hope that we each find what we want
1: we'll have all kinds of fun stories from dating apps because we're Both coming at it from different perspectives.
0: Would you be disappointed if I like actually found someone quickly and like had like a not like a serious relationship right off the bat, but like someone that I like started regularly dating and then like started using Hinge less?
1: I would not be disappointed if it was someone that you like really liked.
0: You're not going to be upset if I ruin the podcast?
1: Yeah, if you just found someone that you're like, and they're fine, like we're going to be exclusive, I'd be like, no. (laughs) <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. I don't know. I just feel like we only get to be young for so long. And we, I don't like the word waste, because I mean, obviously, there were a lot of like, good things and a lot of growth that happened. But like, in some ways, we did waste the last decade of our lives with a partner that we thought was going to be our life partner that, you know, in the course of a conversation said, I don't love you anymore. And I feel like we deserve to date and like meet other people and just try things because we missed out on a lot. Not necessarily like because of them, but like, you know, this is our this is our chance. We didn't have like our early 20s to like fool around and be stupid and shit.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, I think that's probably like a nice little period on the sentence that is the first episode of this podcast. I think that that's really the whole point of this podcast is to move forward, grow from here, kind of get to have those experiences and, you know, just start fresh.
1: We may be unhinged, but we gonna be on hinge. Am Uh, I right? Yes. Am I right? Is that our tag? I'd hope not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that can be our outro for today. Sure. Sure. We'll take it for now. <laughs> we'll figure <laughs> it out. Well, yeah. This, uh, I feel like the first half of this was a little rough just because we were kind of going through the the crappy backstory. But like, yeah, no, ultimately I wanted to focus more on like you, me, mental health, weird stories that we can share with each other through our newfound experiences so yes i'm looking forward to that
1: yeah i think this was a, a good foundation so everyone you're all caught up now on the shit and yeah you get to witness all of our messy messy figuring out process of life yep <laughs> it's gonna be yep. great it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be sad it's gonna be happy
0: i'm looking forward to it Woo. All right. Well, then, Allison, Alec, let's do this again sometime.
1: Yeah, I'm down.
0: Cool. All right. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>